Welcome, everyone, to Champion Your Life with me, Leanne Champion. This is where we get to reflect, refine, and reboot your one precious life. In this space, we take a deeper look at what's holding you back. Maybe you want to show up differently for the people in your life. Maybe you're struggling with your emotional well-being. Maybe you feel as though something's missing and you want to get excited about your future. There's some good news. You can shift your perspective and begin to walk through the world in new, refreshing ways. I am a certified life and well-being coach who was called to create this show as a means to facilitate a journey of personal development. You have the power to change. Your life is precious. Don't waste another minute feeling unfulfilled. Champion Your Life starts now. Welcome back, everyone, to Champion Your Life. I hope you're doing well wherever you may be. It has been quite a time in the world, hasn't it? So many things happening, so many, so many disturbing, intense storms, needless deaths, and shootings. Oh, my heart has been very, very heavy as of late. How about yours? For so many people out in the world, their lives have been changed recently, just in an instant. And I think about all those families whose lives will now be defined by before and after. And what it's done for me, it's just prompted me to really think through the adversity in our lives and to think through the different kinds of adversity that we're up against. So if I were to ask you the question, how do you deal with adversity in your life? Your challenges, how would you answer that question? It's interesting what I was really thinking about is so many of us are, are good, maybe the wrong word, but at overcoming adversity, but only when we are forced to. And I think this is an important distinction because things happen to us in our lives that we just won't be able to quit. We won't be able to just give up and walk away dealing with challenges that are forced upon us, right? Such as natural disasters or a medical diagnosis or financial struggles, right? But these kinds of forced challenges demand us to act and find a way to overcome them because, well, we don't really have any other choice. We may not actually be good at dealing with them or want to deal with these situations, but we're forced to handle them, right? Nonetheless. And then the other kind of adversity that I was wanting to discuss with you all today is a kind of challenge or adversity that we choose to overcome. When we choose to overcome a challenge, challenge it it allows us to test ourselves and develop resilience on purpose which can lead to greater growth and personal agency it's it's those times when we're willing to face our adversity head on and stay committed until we can overcome it can you see the difference between the two the ad- the adversity challenges that happen to us 
versus the ones that we choose to take on. You know, I I must say one of the greater joys of this last week was the basketball that was all on all weekend. And I, I grew up watching football and basketball with my dad. And I used to always, I always remember worrying about the kickers on the field and the huge pressure that they were under by being that that one person that might determine the outcome of the game, either with their missed field goal or an extra point, right? And often they didn't make that field goal or extra point. And I always thought about how they were feeling right after that happened, right after those, those extremely pressure-filled moments. And I think that using sports as a metaphor for our lives is just a great way to think through the importance of adversity and taking risks. And as I watch these remarkable athletes and how they put themselves way out there, I mean, man, they go way out on a limb, don't they? Then it had my thoughts turn back to my own challenges and my family's challenges and my clients' challenges and and how we all show up in those moments. But like entrepreneurs and like athletes, we need to take risks, knowing that we may fail, but also understanding that we can learn from our failures, right? And come back even stronger. So the question I really wanted to ask you today is, can you persevere in the face of adversity? Can you walk through those tough times without having them just take you out? So I really, really want you to think about this. When facing adversity, do you typically feel overwhelmed or do you rise to meet it? Or do you prefer the quietly quitting and exiting stage right? It's interesting to note that the quietly quitting often happens just to gain some emotional relief. So does failing make you more motivated and stronger? I mean, you can actually see how the pendulum can go either way. Now, this will really always depend on your mindset. So if you approach adversity with a more open mindset, seeing every opportunity as one for growth, you may rise to meet the challenge and be willing to fall and fail repeatedly without losing motivation, right? But on the other hand, if you have a negative mindset and reject all adversity, most likely you're going to feel overwhelmed, in denial, and just angry, and view it as something that should not be happening to you. You may even feel that you should be entitled to never experience any adversity. I actually used to have a mindset that I was entitled to an adversity-free life. But what was even funnier is that I didn't even know that I had that mindset. America says the pursuit of happiness is a natural right of their citizens. But... I got to tell you, it, it took me years to understand the difference between the pursuit of happiness and happiness itself. And little did I know that the 
true pursuit of happiness requires what? Adversity along the way to get there. I hadn't learned the concept of the 50-50 yet. And for those of you who are new to this concept, it is a framework for how to view our lives. It's very helpful. Many of us were raised to believe that the main goal of our life is just, you know, be happy all the time. And we were force fed that every day by society and social media and movies, maybe even billboards. And reality and by design, life is a mix of negative and positive experiences. And I believe it's supposed to be that way. The 50-50 framework is a way to look at life as equally good and bad, happy and sad, and to know that one really couldn't exist without the other. We really need both. But because I didn't understand the 50-50, I would become easily frustrated and overwhelmed, really, by any challenges that came up. And I would think, what is happening here? I don't have to deal with this. Why, why am I dealing with these issues? Not me. I mean, this is not what I signed up for, right? But whenever I came from that place, from that destructive attitude, that destructive mindset, that was when I would get very overwhelmed. That's when I got very frustrated. That's when I would get angry. And now I'm at this point where I'm aware of these triggering moments that happen for me and I can watch out for them. And then I just readjust my mindset to see the adversity from a different lens. I love this slide. Anyone can see the adversity in a difficult situation, but it, it takes a stronger person to see the opportunity. I can now use adversity to fuel myself, to allow, to allow for stronger emotions, such as determination and persistence and perspective, right? I allow the perspective to take over instead of the anger and the fear and the overwhelm. And remind it reminds me to see all of my adversities, all of my challenges as an opportunity, as a curriculum of my life. I now can see adversity is part of life that is there to make me stronger, to make me wiser, to make me more resilient. So what is your resilience level towards adversity. I want you to ask yourself, have you constantly tried to escape it, avoid it, deny it? Again, I did it. Guilty as charged. I used to do that. And when I did, you know what happened? It only made me weaker. I would leave myself powerless by giving all the power to the problem and then running away from it or, as we talked about early, earlier, quietly exiting stage right. But by running away from it, I left all my strength with the problem. As long as I face problems and use them to strengthen my brain and resolve them, I get stronger and future problems become easier to manage. But when I avoid problems, ow, the world becomes stronger. 
and more powerful against me. That is the truth. If you avoid it or you're in denial of it, it gets worse. Interesting, right? I was asking a few of my clients through email um, how they felt that they were responding now to adversity. And one of them was kind enough to send me this email back. And she wrote, a few years back, I was passed over for a promotion at work that I had been working towards for many years. At first, I was devastated and angry and felt like the universe was against me. We had just met and you gave me Carol Dweck's book on mindset. Do you remember that? That book really helped me shift my mindset. I began to see the rejection as an opportunity to improve my skills and work harder. I also started to network more and seek out mentors who could help me improve. That included you. As a result, I eventually landed an even better position at a different company, a situation that I would never have dreamed of happening. And that adversity in my life led me to the work of mindset. And I'm very grateful as it is a powerful lesson that continues to serve me. I love getting emails like that. Um, so once again, you, we, I want you to ask yourself, how do you respond to adversity and i think even more importantly is it the way that you want to be responding are you going out in the world and embracing some challenges and even more importantly are you willing to go through the discomfort to create the results that you want in your life now i know i've told you this many times but i don't think i can tell you enough discomfort is truly the currency of our dreams. I know discomfort just doesn't sound right, but I also know that we are all exhausted from the last couple of years. But if you want a life that is bigger than the life you are currently living, you have to decide that you want an emotional life that's bigger than the one you have right now. You have to learn how to get comfortable with all those awful feelings that come up in the midst of adversity. Your healthy mind management meter is going to have to go way up. It's going to it's going to have to be a 10, I think. We need to embrace learning about and feeling all of our emotions and that is what I've been trying to share with you in these podcasts. It's truly all about healthy mind management, which in a nutshell is learning how to manage your mind so that it doesn't manage you. You want to learn to choose your thoughts so that you don't quietly quit on yourself. And again, I just want to remind you, this isn't something we learn in school. So don't feel bad about knowing this. We didn't know this at all. Zero zip. So don't beat yourself up, right? I love, love, love this slide as well. I mean, look at this. Life comes at us in ways, much like what we're talking about here, the 50-50, right? We can't predict or control those ways, but we can learn to surf. Bottom line, the more we are willing to feel 
negative emotions on purpose, those storms of life, the, the stronger we will become emotionally and the more we're willing, we will be able to face and overcome our problems. So I was trying to think of an example that would be helpful for you. And I was thinking that thinking humiliation and fear or maybe humiliation and shame <laughs> the two are the two worst emotions that we can experience. I mean, just saying them out loud makes me shiver. But that is why so many people, for example, have a really profound fear of public speaking. I like being on stage and having the potential to be ridiculed by the people in the audience is real for most. Now, most of the time, in actuality, people don't ridicule, but that is our major fear as we walk up to that microphone. But let's break this down. If we're willing to experience these negative emotions, such as humiliation or possibly terror, we can actually gain emotional confidence that will help us to overcome the challenge. We can get to the other side of it and then actually come to the conclusion, oh my gosh, I did it. I can do this. I'm actually pretty good at this. We won't always be trying to run away or quit. However, you know, some of us still may decide to go for that short-term emotional relief. For example, uh, forget it, not walking up to that podium. But really what happens when we do that is we will actually make ourselves weaker every time we face adversity. So what do we do with that? We need to utilize it. We need to move towards the challenge. We need to work through it, keep coming back to it until it's solved, until we're actually standing in front of that microphone, right? And that consistency and that effort will make us stronger. Now, you might remember me talking about massive action. And massive action is taking action until you get the results you want. I want to say it again because it's so good. It's taking the action until you get the results you want. You might want to write that one down. But more importantly, you know what that looks like? That idea of taking massive action? That looks like failing. Taking action, dusting yourself up, getting back up, failing again, <laughs> overcoming that failure, getting back up until you get the result you want. I know, sounds like a lot. But by the time you get to the result you want, you've overcome so much adversity that your level of strength will be so much higher than if you had not faced any of that. These, my friends, are the lessons that we're supposed to learn. We've not only accomplished the goal, but it's taught us about resolve, resilience, determination, and courage. And you have more strength as a human being because you've grown in healthy mind management. You're growing in emotional intelligence. These are the reasons I'm so passionate that people set goals, right? 
We need to set goals for ourselves, my friends. It's all about who we will become in the process of achieving your goals. So for all of you listening who may be trying to build a business, improve a marriage, finish school strong, or raising your children well and keeping your family close and connected, I want you to see any adversity that you're going through as the ingredients to greatness. A great entrepreneur, a great partner, a great student, a great mother, a great father, a great teacher. Greatness is supposed to be complicated. It's supposed to be hard. See it as a curriculum of your life. We don't always win at everything we attempt, but we can become more of the person we are capable of being in the process. Embrace it. Move towards your challenges. Accept them as just part of life, part of the 50-50. Don't be afraid of it, my friends. Be willing to sign up for it with the understanding that it will make you stronger. Use it for you, not against you. And one last thing, never, ever quit. You've been listening to Champion Your Life. I've enjoyed this time with you. I have a friend Connor, who's been helping me these days with my website, and he always says, oh, Leanne, what a time to be alive. I agree with you, Connor, but let's all show up and surprise ourselves. Have a beautiful week. Godspeed. Thank you for listening to Champion Your Life with me, Leanne Champion on TransformationTalkRadio.com. To find out more about me and my coaching platform, visit championyourlife.com. That's championyourlife.com. You have one precious life. Let's live it to your fullest potential. Let's go. Let's do this together. See you next time. Views expressed on this program are those of the host, guests, and callers, and do not necessarily reflect the views of the station, its management, or advertisers. You're listening to Transformation Talk Radio.